0: love you more and more more and more love
1: you, you are now listening more. to the dot more and more, and more.
2: What is up, guys? Greg here, and you are tuned into the March 2023 edition of The Dot, the show where we go over all the best new music of the month. Really thrilled with this episode that we put together to close out Q1 of 2023. We have a lot of great things to look forward to on this episode. We have Jordan joining us, lead singer from Mo Lauda and The Humble, coming off two sold-out shows at Johnny Brenda's here in Philadelphia. We also have an artist on this episode that was in the top 10 of the top 300 songs of 2022, Groupthink, who called in to tell us about the new song that he released this past month, also featuring new music from Will Joseph Cook, Giant Party, Pine Barrens, and much more. A lot of great music in this episode, and a lot of music you may have overlooked in the busy month of March. But we are going to start in Germany with the artist Mowgli, who released a song this past month, released a couple of songs for us this past month. We're going to feature the song More and More. Mowgli deems his music as organic electronic. This guy really has an aesthetic. You can see it a lot on his Instagram and the comments in his YouTube videos giving him very high praise. And he did have a colors feature on YouTube for those people who've seen colors. You know how cool that is. He's toured the world. He's worked with artists like Elderbrook and Hayden James. So we're going to start right here with Mowgli and his song More and More featuring Chords and Lissa.
1: We are galaxies apart. I stand, it's like the NASA. For building our planet, we are cooling down the lava. To nourish our seas, we need to move some mountains close to drowning our seas. We're leaving breath like fountains. More and
0: more, more and more love. Do more, more. more and more, and more.
1: There's so fun and sunshine.
2: to have on the with me, Jordan, from Mo Lauda and The Humble coming off their fourth LP that was released on March 3rd. They played the new record at XPN and then proceeded to sell out two shows at Johnny Brenda's, one of the best venues here in Philadelphia. Jordan, what's going on, man? Hi, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, I'm sure it's been quite a ride, right? Going back to that debut album, Curse the Weather back in 2013 to, you know, here in 2023. Three, selling out two shows at Johnny Brenda's and coming off your fourth LP give us a little bit of insight into uh, into this last decade
3: yeah I think we've just grinded uh, we really just never stopped um, we tried you know our hand at touring right after graduating from uh, Temple which is where we recorded that first album and then just kind of continued there was really never any reason to hang it up um, things just kept going in the right direction selling more tickets each year and you know more and more streams each year and we just kind of built this fan base that we knew had our back and there was kind of never a reason to stop making records it's crazy to think 10 years later we're still doing it and we're four albums in but now i wouldn't trade it
2: yeah you guys are, are veterans in the game at this point man you're, you're the wise ones around philadelphia right you see a lot of uh, other bands in philly reaching out to you guys to get advice and everything like that
3: it's funny i mean yeah people will ask you know we had we've had whatever level of success, you know, we'd love to be ten times the size we are, but we're still very grateful for what it's brought us. But we get questions all the time and I'm like, I don't I don't have any of the answers. <laughs> I I don't know how this happened. Um I don't know how it originally got off the ground. I just know what we do now and what we do now is you never stop touring and you just try to keep putting out things you want to be putting out and you hope people get on board with it. Um it sounds yeah, like a cop out answer down. but uh, I think Frank Zappa said it best when he said there's two things you need to do as a musician one never stop and two keep going that's kind of we've never like even during the pandemic we were doing live stream after live stream which were soul sucking <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie.
1: they
3: are horrible um, just playing like playing to a, a camera and, and finish a song and it's silence is just like the worst version yeah. of what we do um, I mean I know it got a lot of people through a lot of tough times and it got us through that tough time as well but Once we were back on the road, I was like, I never want
2: to play a loud never again. So bizarre to not play for a crowd. Man, like I said, I mean, you know, this fourth LP that came out in the beginning of the month. Tell us a little bit about making it the flow of the album. You know, I think something you guys do really well is you go from slower songs to songs that pick up a little bit. Um, And we're going to feature a song here that we'll talk about at the end called Dog at the Pound, which is the last song. But before we get to that, uh, tell us a little bit about putting uh, this fourth LP together.
3: Sure. I think we take a lot of pride in sequencing the album. And I think it's it's one of my favorite parts, personally. Seeing how the songs are going to flow into each other. Um, starting to write one, you're like, oh, this would be a great, great first song. And then you kind of lean into that. And then actually Dog at the Pound is the most perfect example. Because that song was sort of half-written. And it wasn't until I kind of mentally put it at the end of the album that it really started to... Blossom into all the other parts And and, and it really came into its own I guess its final form Just because I was like This is the last tune I want to go out with a bang It doesn't matter You're not, you know Fearing losing people At the very front of it By having this really long Winded and slow uh, song It is my favorite song on the album So I think I I appreciate you picking that one Um, But it has a place on the album You know Stand alone It might not hit the exact same way Hopefully it still does but like I said, it just kind of once once you kind of wrap your mind around the way the things going to flow and what songs are up against each other. And um, it sometimes helps with the writing process to either just let things go or to hone it in and say, no, this is going to be a single. I'm not going to make it five and a half
1: minutes. Mm-hmm.
3: Let's dial this back. You know, whereas with the opposite of the dog, um, we just kind of let it
2: breathe yeah man and and you know it's funny you say that because I had a lot of trouble and this is a compliment picking which song I'm going to feature on on the episode just because you had such a well rounded album from the intro finally bet the house that was such a great song to, to kind of introduce us to the album into like songs like beach town and I really like the slower songs a lot out on your own and Kaya I almost featured one of those but I thought dog at the pound really brought it together so with that being said uh Jordan I really appreciate it man shout out to Shane Jeff and kirby who are the other three that make up mo lauda and the humble and check out their new self-titled album that is out now mo lauda and the humble are touring all year so make sure to go to their social pages give them a follow check out their tour see when they're coming around you guys make sure you go check out that show fantastic live show and let's get into it this is dog at the pound off mo lauda and the humble's latest self-titled album to fade that song out I wish I could play the whole thing such a great band Mo Lauda and The Humble. They're on their fourth album, like we talked about. Super cool to have Jordan on the podcast. Hate to say they're underrated, but they really are. I mean, there's a lot of similarities between a band like Mo Lauda and The Humble and a band like Rainbow Kitten Surprise. A lot of positive similarities. And you see how big RKS has gotten. So I really hope for the same thing for Mo Lauda and The Humble. Every single album is just as good as this album fourth album they just put out. And again, Jordan's such a good guy, and we really appreciate having him on the podcast. So let's go to another really fucking good artist, and this is Groupthink, who I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, made the top 10 of the top 300 songs of 2022 with Guilty Pleasure, which was a fantastic track. And I was really excited to see Groupthink come out with a new song called Grey this past month. And I was even more excited because Groupthink called in to introduce the new song. Hey, this is Groupthink.
4: Thanks for having us on the dot. This is our song Grey. Gray is your favorite color. Gray goes with everything. Gray is the not-so-secret password. Gray is the guilty pleasure. Gray is on the list with a plus three. Gray is our moon and the north star. Gray is the color of the sunset. Gray is eye contact. Gray is the friends we made on the way. Gray is the perfect song. Gray is sleeping on your love seat. Gray is drunk texting your ex. Gray is 136 BPM and 161 miles per hour. Grey is your European boyfriend. Grey is the moment of impact. Grey is a colorful song. So we called it Grey. You're listening to it now.
1: Do it.
2: other great song from Groupthink. Again, if you did not hear Guilty Pleasure, go back and check that song out from 2022. We just heard Grey, another really great track. Such a special, special sound from Groupthink. Now, let's go overseas to London and let's go to the artist Will Joseph Cook, who released the song MF Baseline. Motherfucking Baseline this past month, and it was a really catchy song. One of those songs that I threw on you know, while going through all the new music And it was a neckbreaker. I turned and I was like, who the hell is this, man? Will Joseph Cook. And he talked to NME about this song, MF Baseline, and told NME that MF Baseline is about giving my inner career a voice. He also said that in the past, I always felt uncomfortable indulging that rawness, but I've learned that bottling it up only seems to make it worse. Another great tidbit from Will Joseph Cook on his Spotify bio page where it says, heya, I'm Will. My high school careers advisor told me I would die alone if I chose to be a musician. Here are all my songs. This is Will Joseph Cook and his new song called MF Baseline.
0: Yeah, I've been lower than a motherfucking bass line. Lower than a motherfucking baseline. this is Casey Abrams from Pine Barrens and I'd like to thank you for having us on the dot this new single frantic Francis is a song that happened very naturally both lyrically and musically and it's about waking up as a child and realizing that your life has all been a dream and I really hope you enjoy it thank you
2: with there. Song Frantic Francis, right after Will Joseph Cook. Loved Frantic Francis, one of my favorite songs of the month. I thought that was a really dope track. They're from our neck of the woods from southern New Jersey here on the east coast of the United States. Their description says Pine Barrens is a project that came to fruition as friends gathered around campfires in the nature rich environments of their hometowns, exploring an eclectic and intimate palette of punk, jazz, and experimental rock. We're gonna pop back overseas to go to Giant Party, who just released their debut album called Blue Him. Entire album was great. Another one, like I talked about with Mo and The Humble, that had a lot of trouble trying to find which song to feature on this episode because they were all so good. Another interesting fact about Giant Party is Elton John is an official fan of the band. He's actually spun them on his Beats 1 radio show. So, That is a great tip of the hat to any upcoming band, especially a band who's just releasing their debut album. So I'm gonna throw it over to Giant Party to introduce this song, Lovely Arms.
5: Hello everyone, this is Al from Giant Party. Thank you so much to The Dot for playing our track, Loving Arms, we appreciate that so much. The track is essentially about me being a lapsed Catholic and wrestling with the fact that I understand that life will eventually come to an end but that doesn't mean that I have to lose my faith in people and life itself. And I can respect life as is and enjoy myself in that way. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the track and much love. Heaven is
4: Hey, this is Pieta Brown, and thanks for having me on The Dot. I wrote this song called In This World in a hotel room late at night. I remember I was on a high floor of a city hotel. I had played a show that night, but there I was alone with my acoustic guitar, looking out the window at the city below, and there was all these flickering lights, that kind of sparkly city below thing and it looked like an endless expanse, an endless sea of lights. And I remember when I had gotten into town that day before my sound check, I wish I could remember what, which city it was, but I don't. But I do remember walking around these busy streets. Everybody's on their cell phone. They got their headphones in. There was kind of a, a good vibe. Everybody seemed really connected elsewhere. Like they were having good conversations and enjoying themselves on their screens but i felt really isolated that day i remember and then i went to soundcheck and i did a show so all that was in my head when i was sitting there in the hotel looking out the window and suddenly that song just landed just came in uh, the melody and the lyric came in i was sitting there messing around with my guitar and i never did play it out after i wrote it um but the melody and the lyric would come back to me pretty often. I'd find myself humming humming that little song. And several months ago, out of the blue, I had to leave the tour I was on really suddenly because my hand and my shoulder got kind of messed up. So I found myself at home, and I was a bit blue from just having to, to leave this tour that I was supposed to be on for a little while. And I got a really sweet message from my friend J.T. Bates, great drummer, beat maker, producer, asking me if I might want to try collaborating on this track, you know, trying to make something out of this track that he had made. And he knew that I couldn't play my guitar and for a little while, and he was being a sweet friend. And So I put this track on and I remember I was standing at the window in my kitchen, actually looking out the window again. And something about the track just sparked the memory of that lyric and those words. And they came right to me and I started singing it along with the track in my kitchen. And I caught a big spark and I went out to my ramshackle garage studio and I put the vocals down. Uh, I sang one track, and then I doubled the vocal, and I was hearing this melody on the keyboard at some point, and I ended up uh, recording that with. Uh, it was with my Casio keyboard, actually. I remember I used a microphone to mic the Casio instead of running it direct. So that was all a really fun experiment, and I sent all those pieces to JT and he got excited about it and he worked on some of the layers and eventually it became this piece and we got really lucky um, got to send it to an engineer and producer that we both love named Tucker Martin. and so he put his beautiful spin on it as well and suddenly there it was I'd do anything in this world for you um Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for featuring it on The Dot.
5: this is Crystal Glass. Thanks for having me on The Dot and featuring my music. So, about the song Void. I always wanted to write a rock riff-based song and immediately fell in love with the riff that came to my mind that day. In the time when I wrote the song, I was feeling pretty useless, so I wrote about that and my inner void. And when I finished the riffreur instrumental, the line, I look up in the sky and ask, what's the point of my void? popped up in my head and i couldn't get off of it it matched the vibe somehow the song is originally longer than the version on the internet the original version can only be heard on vinyl which will be available everywhere very soon but can already be pre-ordered on bandcamp for example yeah thank you for listening bye
2: Beginning of the episode, that we had a jam packed dot this month and we had some really really great artists. Sorry to speed it up towards the end. I wish I could talk a lot more about Pietra Brown and Crystal Glass. Those are two really great artists that we heard towards the end of the dot but I always promise to keep this around 30 minute episodes to respect your time and we are already over that 30 minute mark so it is time to wrap it up. Guys, this month we started out with Mowgli and Cord. Then we brought on Jordan from Mo Lauda and The Humble. Then we went to Group Thing Will Joseph Clark, Pine Barrens, Giant Party, just heard Pietra Brown and Crystal Glass, and we're going to get played out this month by Audio Dope dope name audio dope who released his new album gone and we're going to feature the song vernon road a little bit of lo-fi escapism to close out the march 2023 episode guys as always thank you so much for tuning in and sticking with me throughout this episode i loved this episode so much i think we had some really strong talent as we always do on the dot this month and do what you can for these artists follow them on their socials figure out when they're touring when when they come around, buy tickets, buy merch, support them so they can keep making great music for us and always remember.
4: It only happens once a month, so you must be on the dot.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Audio Dope, and I'm super stoked to be featured on The Dot. So, back in 2012, I lived in London for a couple of months. While I was there, I fell in love with this city and its unique music scene. That's why I wrote the track Vernon Road for my new album. It's like a love letter to that time and named after a street in East London where I used to go to some unforgettable house parties. Hope you guys like it. Enjoy.